0: So anyways, they're nothing alike.
1: I came back ready for another episode, and you're really just gonna start it off being an asshole?
0: I was referring to anything but what we were initially referring to. I'm America. I'm not... here. I'm not real. I'm a figment of your imagination.
1: Really, we're just the same-
0: Jesus, fuck!
1: Really, we're just the same person.
0: Here he's just farted like a human.
1: Yeah, he does that.
0: This is upsetting.
1: That's our dog, by the way, for the those new, of you off in podcast land. The
0: podcast listeners are going to be really upset about everything that just happened right now.
1: It's a little bit more of a chaotic start than even normal for us.
0: Simply do not care. Welcome to Black Adam, bitch.
1: Part two. Um, So, we start off by jumping back to the child who is trying to convince black adam yes the to be a hero he's he's a uh, he's staring at the statue of himself quote unquote his son um and kind of just zoned out on it cuz he's got some PTSD which is fine cuz he's a He's a DC anti-hero, so he's not really a hero. So he's he gotta
0: get, have trauma. So
1: he gets depth. And also, yeah, all DC heroes have some kind of traumatic backstory. Um, so he's just kind of standing there, stare or floating there, I guess, staring yeah. at the thing, and the kid's like, no, dude, like, pay attention, you're the hero. Uh,
0: he's a he, hero. Because he stole the fucking radio from the guy and put himself in actual danger so that he could get Black Adam to do Black Adam shit.
1: Yes. And so kids are
0: fucking idiots.
1: I mean it worked.
0: It worked, but kids are fucking idiots. Um Life and limb, kid. Life and, and limb.
1: The guy uh, Black Adam does come to save the child, but first his mom saves him cuz
0: for like 4 or 5 seconds.
1: This mom is actually probably the best written character I've ever seen in in a DC movie.
0: I would like to propose a reason why she's well written. Okay. She's the only civilian character in a DC movie that has more than one brain cell. And can look at things objectively.
1: Okay, but why'd they write her like that? That's not an explanation to why she's.
0: It doesn't matter why they wrote her like that. What matters is no other character in a DC movie that's not like a hero has more than a brain cell.
1: Need to. I need to repeat repeat back to you what you said. You said I think I know why she's the best written DC character, and it's yes, she because she was they written. They gave to... her objective thought. Okay, but that's not a why. That's that... just repeating what I said.
0: No, you said why is she the best written, and I gave an answer as to why she's the best written.
1: No, you just explained more about how she was written. You didn't say why they wrote her that way.
0: I don't know, if anything, she's too on the nose.
1: Anyways. Fuck's sake. Black Adam comes to save uh, the kid and his mom. (laughs) And what I love about these uh, mercenary, military types is they are not phased in the slightest by the floating man who repels bullets. They just keep trying to detain him and shoot at him.
0: Maybe the next bullet will work.
1: Like Maybe literally
0: the next bullet will
1: work. Like I I want to know what their thought process is cuz also the guy at one point just throws down his gun and like squares up to black Adam and I was like what is your plan? Well
0: to- it it was it was so we could have that cool western quick draw sequence from I, the movie.
1: I guess so. But there's, like
0: I can't think of another reason why.
1: Like I yeah, I I there's not like
0: they don't have brain cells.
1: Like, they're just like, yeah, sure, it didn't work last time, but this time.
0: Look, if you mag dump Woo. a rifle's 20-round magazine into this character and nothing happens.
1: At that point, I'm like. It like just leave. Yeah. Just if be I was like, a, all right. Well, yeah, GG. All right, cool. If I'm I, out. if
0: i still breathing, I'm winning. I'm out of here. <laughs> like, just fuck off as fast as you can. there's It's so stupid. I hate. I hate it. There I hate was, DC so much.
1: There was a movie. I don't remember which one it was, but like they, they did that. They unloaded, like, a bunch of bullets at this guy, and nothing happened, and they just kind of were, like, <laughs> and, like, started running away, and I can't remember what movie it is now, but, like, that's a more realistic... Did we watch it? I don't know, but mm-hmm. that's, like, a more realistic reaction. Like, if I unload everything I have at this guy, and he's just, like...
0: He remains unfazed. The next step is not reload and try again. It's yeah. not going to work.
1: That's that's the sign to go away. Like, just go. You're done. You're outie.
0: It's all over. Um, There's no hope here.
1: And Black Adam immediately starts, like, torching these guys, which is when the Justice Society rolls up, and they're like, hey, stop fucking killing people. Which, again... Black Adam is probably the most trigger, hu- uh, trigger happy meta human I've ever met in my entire life. Like he literally will just murder anyone on sight for like no reason. Yes. He almost murders the kid. Like. Yes. He has no chill. Um. I don't remember why I wrote this, but it stands for the whole movie that uh, Doctor Fate is one of the funniest characters ever. <laughs>
0: Oh, and Pierce Brosnan is great casting Yeah, for such was, a sarcastic old man. It was Super so good. good. Again, uh, the good.
1: writing in this movie is good, and the casting is legitimately good. And the special effects team deserves a fucking raise. Man,
0: they did work.
1: Like, they honestly, work. honestly, one of the best DC movies I've seen in a hot minute. Um, I don't know, I
0: think The Batman was good.
1: Well, I was about to say, The Suicide Squad, The, the Batman, because... That's what we're doing now. Yeah. Um and then Black Adam are three probably of the best DC movies I've seen in a in a minute. And I haven't watched Snyder Cut, so I can't testify. Um I've heard it's great. I haven't watched it. That's a lot of time. It Isn't was it like
0: three hours? Yeah,
1: it was on our watch list. Ugh. It was on our watch list for a minute and we just it never got voted on, and we took it off, because I think even we were like, eh, I don't want to watch it.
0: I might force myself to suffer through it for knowledge's sake, but I'm not going to enjoy it, okay?
1: Um, I reference back that the Justice Society has a very not well-thought-out plan.
0: No, not well-thought-out at all.
1: Their whole plan was, we're gonna, the older Justice Society, society people are going to attack first, and then the younger justice society people are going to attack in the second wave. And, and we're, we're just going to- You're
0: the you the hammer.
1: And we're just going to make him say Shazam. That's their whole fucking plan. It's not a good plan.
0: I feel like they went all in on like deeper lore about Kondok and the two twists for the movie that They just got to the point where they're like, well, we have to feature these guys who do combat with him. Because he's got to fight someone who just doesn't go down in a heap. So they got to be there. And then the other writers were like, oh, well, what are they going to do? And and the initial guy was like, well, they're just going to make him say Shazam. And they're like, they're really going to make him? And he's like, no, he'll say it on his own later. But they're going to try. And, oh my god, just so stupid. It's just so poorly. Th- there's things in the movie that are well written. Mostly dialogue. And then there's things in the movie that are not well written. And it's mostly storylines.
1: Yeah. The dialogue the story, writers deserve a raise. The
0: story is basic, but I think the point of the movie was not to have a big bad story. The point of the movie was to have a cool action movie so you don't necessarily need to have a really really good story but you could at least like try if you really want to you know i'm not gonna make you because i do enjoy a good action movie but woof
1: this is also where i write the justice society sounds really fucking dumb
0: it's it's a lot lamer than justice league
1: i also Realize that I'm more anti-hero and if I were ever to get superpowers, I'd probably be in the anti-hero world because Why save the bad people? The people that have been like murdering and repressing people like why why are we doing it? Why are we saving them? World's overpopulated anyways, take them out. Yeah, you're very anti-hero.
0: I know why Hawkman goes and saves these guys just off the jump Because he's like
1: he doesn't know what's happening.
0: He doesn't know that those guys are actually the bad guys. And he even says that as soon as he lands and the crowd is booing him. He's like, I don't know their crimes, but they should face justice. And the crowd is like, The justice is we killed them in the streets. And he goes, Uh, uh, what, what? So, you know, you know what I drew the parallel though? I drew this parallel on the second watch of the movie. And I'm just gonna cling to it forever and reason that the movie is good because of this. The Justice Society is an analogy for the United States military everywhere they go.
1: Literally. (laughs) Oh, there's
0: oil in Afghanistan. I don't know these people's crimes. But they should face the due process that we make up.
1: A little (laughs) heavy-handed. Also, Hawkman makes a line of, he's like, we're here to bring peace back to this country. And I was like, you don't even know what's
0: going on here.
1: I was like, they were never fucking in peace. They haven't been in peace since they've existed. Like, the fuck are you talking about? Did Amanda Waller not give that to you in your fucking briefing? You dumb fucks. No. Amanda Waller is such an asshole. Because you know, you know, she's the one that called Hawkman and was like, here's what I need you to do. But- Conveniently left out the fact.
0: This is a war torn country that's been just oppressed the whole time.
1: Yeah, conveniently fucking left out any of the back story that would be relevant to know before you go into somewhere. Same thing with Suicide Squad. She does that too. Like, she doesn't tell them that she's the package that needs to be protected and transported. Like, just, like why you gotta be so fucking bad at your job? Anyways.
0: Um. She's the government, that's why.
1: I fucking hate her so much. <laughs> I also, I gotta give props where props is due, and The Rock does an excellent job in this movie. His line delivery is killer. His, like. He has, like,
0: 19 lines the whole time, but they're whole, all good. His, whole
1: like, stone faced expression is perfect. Like, he just, like, says shit and just walks off, and I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> I,
0: I would never say that he phoned in this movie, but I feel like. The character was written so strongly in his favor that he didn't actually have to do much in the way of inhabiting the role in so much as the role existed and he loved it. Like, it was just him. It's just him. That's how it is. So, you know, while while he does do a good job, I don't know that he necessarily put effort into the good job. I think it was probably a walk in the park for him. Which is good. He needed a win after the atrocity that was Jungle Cruise.
1: Please see our other episode. Um,
0: It's not his fault.
1: I also write, ooh, Helmet Man. Very Doctor Strange. i I'm more, not talk about The it more anymore. I watched him, the more it was just very evident. I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, there are solid fight scenes in this movie. At least the ones that involve Black Adam and... The Justice Society. Yeah. I talk about the last fight later. Um, at one point, so the fight finishes and Black Adam goes to the Castle Palace Coliseum thingy. Yeah. It's um, a big
0: building on the hill.
1: And I don't remember. The, I think they called it a castle or something. I don't know. But he, Hawkman's Light, or the the... Mom comes up and talks to him, and she's like, this is your home. And he's like, if this is my home, I have no home. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Like, it's not his world. It's not his country. It's not the place he left.
0: It's been 5,000 years.
1: Like, that's not his home. He could make it his home, but it's it's not. No. Um. <sighs> I have a few more notes about the fight between the Justice Squad and the Justice Society. Sorry, the the Justice Justice Society and uh, Black Adam, Um, because they are fighting him. Um, And these are just kind of my spur of the moment thoughts. I'm not going to say how the fight goes. I'm not going to give you a play by play. You can watch the movie. (laughs) Um, I find it funny that Hawkman, uh, Hawkman Metal conducts electricity. Fun fact, so when you have these big metal wings and breastplate and shit and you get shocked, it hurts. I don't know- Unpleasant, for sure. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know what Amanda Waller was thinking. I- Anyways, um, Cyclone's aesthetic is fucking gorgeous. I love her whole look. I love her whole Powers animation. It's ridiculously cool. Love her. Um... No one communicated anything about this plan. Especially to, like, Atom Smasher. Not one. Um, Atom Smasher eventually does catch up with the group and pins down Black Adam, uh, which triggers... <laughs> I kept calling it the Avatar State, because that's just <laughs> what it looked like.
0: I mean, yeah, his eyes glow.
1: His eyes glow blue and he gets super powerful out of nowhere and basically, like, loses control. Tell me that's not the Avatar State.
0: It's kind of the Avatar State.
1: Um... I said so I said uh oh avatar state activated. Um Adam Smasher is great. He's also one of the best characters in this movie. He has solid freaking lines and he's just funny. Um So Black Adam knocks out Adam Smasher. And I think here's my thought cuz most times if a superhuman metahuman gets knocked out their powers stop. Right. So I feel like I feel like if Adam Smasher gets knocked out, he should just instantly like shrink. Because what's controlling your powers is most of the time your brain. And if you're unconscious, I don't think he would be he'd be able to hold his form. I guess. I don't really know how his powers work, but that's my that's my superhuman or my superhero base knowledge is like superhero gets knocked out, powers don't worky. So
0: or no working.
1: Um Then the the crowd of people starts cheering that Black Adam is the champion. And he like takes off when they start doing that. And I was like, I don't think he wants to be the champion. Just a just a hunch that I'm getting. I don't think he wants to the be. The
0: vibes are off. They're not immaculate, they are off.
1: Um, I mean we get the how and why of that later, because it turns out he wasn't supposed to be. Yeah, oops. Um but I was like, I don't feel it I feel like y'all are forcing him into this hole that he doesn't want to be in. Uh The mom continues to only talk sense this entire movie. She yells at Hawkman and like gives him a verbal lashing of epic proportions of like He's our hero. We don't want you here. We need to be free. Like, just repeats everything that I've been saying this entire time. Of Like, they weren't peace. They weren't. He saved them. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, let go away. No one asked for you to be here. Mm-hmm. It reminds me um a little bit of the Incredibles when it's like, they didn't ask for your help. They didn't ask for you to come and save them. And also, and she says this line too, she's like, where have you guys been? We've been enslaved and when we needed a hero, where the fuck were you guys? And now you guys are coming to take our only hero away. Right. Like, you serve justice. Where was our justice? And I was like, damn, this mom is spitting mad facts. Like, she legitimately, like I said, give her Amanda Waller's job. She'll be better at it. Um, But, yeah, she just sits there and she just keeps having these really well-written monologues. That just say what the audience is thinking the whole time. And it's it's a it's a it's a good job. I would I like it. Um at some point, the mom and the son did a handoff of the crown. Cause that's still in play. Don't forget about that. <laughs> and all this nonsense. I fucking did. The crown is still in play, and the mom somehow, in the mass of all that chaos, did a handoff with her son and sent him back home with the crown. And all I wrote was this family works too cohesively with no communication ever. Like they just do shit and it works. Um, so they go, the mom and the justice society go to talk to Black Adam who's at the castle on the hill. Um. And they're like, well, if he doesn't listen to you, we're going to attack him. And I was like, attacking the confused trigger happy demigod, quote unquote, does not seem like a good plan.
0: Well, they're not known for having good plans, in <laughs> fairness.
1: Yeah, that's literally the first line they talk about in the movie, is a bad plan is better than no plan. Um, but, like, I feel like she's right. Like, a peaceful communication is probably a more solid chance with him than just full-on guns blazing at him. Because clearly that didn't work so well for you guys the first time. No. Um, I wrote a note, but I don't remember what it was about. So we're going to just skip it. <laughs>
0: what's it. What's it say? I curiosity. said, I
1: mean the same. I mean, same, same, but different motive aside. It worked.
0: That's like my original notes when I was doing this podcast initially, and I didn't add context for the fucking notes. i been- very confusing.
1: I uh I I write like side things to remind me, but I thought I th- I think I thought I know what that would mean, but I apparently same didn't. same but different. Um, we flash back to where the kid is, and he just got home, and his uncle is trying to feed him subtle hints that the guy that is in their kitchen is not a good guy, and you should shut the fuck up about talking about the crown, and uh the
0: kid does not read the room.
1: Kid does not pick up on those very obvious, not subtle signals.
0: They're not subtle. At all. They're not subtle.
1: And, uh, proceeds to go, no, I've got it. It's right here in my fucking backpack. And so the guy pulls the gun. Um. The uncle lurches at him. So the kid grabs the backpack, goes down a secret passageway. Not before fiddling with his backpack, which is important. Goes down a secret passageway and hides. Um. We flash back to Black Adam now, um, where the Justice Society has walked in to also partake in these peaceful negotiations. Peaceful. Um, and Adam Crusher is munching on a bucket of chicken that he got from somewhere at some point. And uh, Adam Crusher, or Adam Smasher, not Adam Crusher, Adam Smasher is great, Um just, like, all of his parts are just really solidly funny. Like I said, this movie was really... I thought it was well-written. Storyline, eh. But, like, the actual dialogue and character work and stuff was really funny. Um, It's a lot of flashing back and forth at this point, so we're going to flash back to the kid now, who is hiding in his little in tunnel. Vents. In his vent. And then he leaves.
0: Like a dumbass.
1: This family is not great at just waiting.
0: No, no, fuck no.
1: They just do shit with good intentions, but they just do shit. And so, like, no one knew where he was. He could have stayed in there for at least, like, a significant more portion of time. Yeah. And instead, he's like, cool, I'm going to sneak out now on a very loud skateboard instead of quietly walking.
0: just They don't, and no one plans good. No one's plans are good in this movie. And it's, it, it while it feels like maybe, I don't know. I, I can't make excuses for the writers on their situation writing, but every time a character needs to do something and there's like a very clear and obvious course of action to be taken and they just don't, it's fucking lazy and shitty. It feels bad. It leads to some cool sequences, which is the point of the movie is to have these cool sequences. But I feel like there's got to be more than one way to get from where you are in any given state to a cool sequence without making characters just become morons for a couple seconds. Like you can't just take a character, wipe away their ability to make decisions and then reinstate it after they make a couple of bad decisions. It doesn't make any sense because you're playing with two extremes. And the way people work is, for the most part, not in extremes. It's a much more condensed iteration of some decisions that maybe aren't so good and some decisions that are probably better. But it's never these clearly good, clearly bad decisions in such frequency. People don't work like that. It's always more middle of the road in general. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but you know what I mean.
1: So he leaves a secret hidey hole, and he, uh, he basically gets caught, and, like, they carry him to the top of the thing, they're, like, holding him, and, like, Black Adam shows up because he was told the kid was in danger, and, um... He's like, let the kid go, and they're like, poor choice of words. So they drop him.
0: But Black Adam moves at the speed of a bajillion. He can miles basically an hour. teleport. Yeah, so pretty much.
1: He can phase out of existence because that's what the ethereum. Eternium.
0: Damn it. Ethereum is not the metal.
1: That's what Eternium allows the bikes to do. So that's what they allows Black Adam to do is they basically can phase in and out. Yeah. Um, or phase through things. I guess phase through space. Um. And he catches him by a backpack. Now at the force of gravity and at the force of which Black Adam catches this kid with those straps around his shoulders, that is easily like minimal a dislocated shoulder like the force at with at which this kid is stopped falling midair would injure him somewhat at least.
0: Oh for sure
1: and he's just fine. Um, I mean, like, superhero movie, like, whatever, but also, I think about that sometimes, too, like, when, uh, like, those sequences, anytime anyone's falling off a building and, like, a superhero catches them out of the air, I'm like, that still hurts. Like, uh, when MJ's falling off the building and Spider-Man swings and, like, snatches her out of the air, I'm like, you're still catching her with so much force. That's
0: broken bones, dude.
1: Like, yeah, you're softer than the ground, and they don't die, but that still would be a fucking painful experience. Um Adam Smasher can stay forever. He's pretty funny. That's all I have to say about that. Um, and here's again where I'm going to say that... I'm probably more of an anti-hero than a hero if I ever end up with superpowers, so prepare yourself, because uh, Black Adam is awesome. He gets results.
0: He does get results. It's kind of his thing, is getting results.
1: Like, he's gonna find that kid, and he just starts tearing open bikes and killing people, and it, you know? Eh.
0: There is a minor discrepancy in that the only indication he has that the kid is in a bike is that he sees a backpack tossed on the ground... And then a bike flies in another part of the city in front of his eyes. And so he just automatically goes, he's got to be in a bike. Which, not the most logical of leaps, but movie said so. So here we are.
1: It's at this point that we actually get told who Doctor, what Dr. Fate's name is. Because before they've just been referring to him by name. Kent. Yes, Kent. And uh, so I wrote, he even calls himself Doctor. Like, for fucking real like we're we're just going to pretend these aren't the same. Okay. Um I wrote what's his fucking plan and what's anyone's plan and we're just going to I don't even need to know what that's about other than to just tell you that's the entire movie. Yeah. Is much. P- the this group Black Adam included, the mom and the child included, the Justice Society included, I'll just keep walking into these situations with no plans. And it's very frustrating. I don't care what they said. Bad plan is better than no plan. None it's not even a bad plan. You just don't have a plan. Yeah. Um one of my favorite things in this entire thing is eventually uh Doctor Fate, because Black Adam ends up really far away from like the city. At one point, he's like in the fields. He's, like,
0: almost in another country.
1: Yeah, like, he's, like, really far away chasing this, uh, Eternium? Very good. Eternium bike. And, uh, at one point he gets mad because the kid's not in there and just, like, yucks the guy because that's what Black Adam does.
0: He yucks guys.
1: Um, and so he's having a conversation with Dr. Fate and he's like, well, bring bring that guy back that you have and I'll break his brain and we'll figure out where the kid is. And And he just goes... Uh and Doctor Fate's like you killed him didn't you and th- all you see in the background <laughs> is just this very small man just falling behind Black Adam and he's just like he didn't make it. Again, this movie's freaking funny. Pre- I enjoyed pretty, it. I pretty good. I laughed out loud multiple times. Um this is also where I wrote James is trying to convince me that Doctor Fate and Doctor Strange are vastly different. I disagree. Uh, I also this is where I wrote the writing in this movie is actually good here's where here's where I come to the realization that I'm more of an anti-hero fan Um, because Hawkman says there's good people and there's bad people in the world and later on the mom says this exact line almost basically which the world is not you can't just make the world black and white like that that's not how it works and she's not wrong. The world is not fucking black and white. There's good and bad in both, of, in like everybody. Everybody has the potential for great good, and everyone has the potential for great bad. And most of us ride in the middle of that fucking line. Um, I wrote anti heroes kill people, like Deadpool. Deadpool kills people. Um, but then I was like, although the X Men don't like him either, so maybe. Maybe, maybe that's a, because I was, like, trying to justify, like, that Black Adam was, like, a good guy. I was like, no, he's doing, like, good for the work. And I was like, like, Deadpool. And I was like, although the heroes don't like Deadpool either, so maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong here. Maybe, I, maybe I'm on the wrong side justice. I don't know. I mean, they,
0: I, I don't want to get too deep into the DC wikis, but he is classified by DC as a supervillain. He's a bad guy. Black Adam? Yes. He is very specific, especially because his initial iteration was to be the bad guy for Shazam.
1: Which makes sense. Which
0: makes sense. He, and Shazam used to be Captain... something. Fuck, I forget. Oh, oh, oh
1: wow. You, you've you been spiraling in Yeah, the I
0: was deep in there. Um, Yeah, no. He was basically Shazam's nemesis, if you will. In the initial iteration, which would but, make
1: sense why he has the same powers. See, yes. That would be much better. Why didn't I get to see that movie?
0: Because that movie would have been written in 1984 and Chevy Chase would have been in it and it would have been a fucking atomic catastrophe. Um, anyways, he's classified as a supervillain and occasional anti-hero. Like at all times, he's the bad guy. Even when he's doing right by people, he's still the bad guy. Which is a different way than Deadpool is an anti-hero, because Deadpool does what's right for Deadpool. And does that work for other people? Doesn't matter. What matters is it works for Deadpool. Black Adam is just a bad guy. But that's not the Black Adam we see in this movie. The Black Adam we see in this movie is strictly anti-hero.
1: Yeah, because he does do good. Yes. It's okay. Um, Black Adam has another great line where they're talking about, um, they're talking about how, are they sure, like, someone died or something? And he just goes, his neck snapped when I killed him. And I was like, I once again <laughs> laughed out loud. So it was a
0: good giggler. A good giggler.
1: Um, and I wrote, I'm actually enjoying this movie, like, a lot. Um, The mom keeps dropping mad facts.
0: It's a thing that she does.
1: And at this point, like, we're just trying to find the kid. We're all just trying to, like, work together in some cohesion to, like, find the kid. And so, at one point, um, Dr. Fate's been trying to teach Black Adam about sarcasm. And so, uh, (laughs) at one point, they're like, from this, the mom's like, from this point on, we're a team. Like, we're all gonna fucking work together, I don't give a shit. About what you were here for, what you're here for. I give a shit about my son. You all are helping me get him back, because it's kind of your fault he's missing.
0: No one can really deny that.
1: And so we're all done with this, and we're going to go do it. And I was like, man, give this... Again, give this lady Amanda Waller's job. She'd be so much fucking better at it. True. Um, Because guess what? All the people, including Black Adam, are just like,
0: yeah, yeah right. all
1: right. Sounds good. Black Adam does have a great line of, like, I love teams. And Dr. Fate goes sarcasm again, and he just goes, yeah. (laughs) And walks off, and I'm like, all the sarcasm moments are pure gold.
0: They are so good.
1: Um, Dr. Fate quotes Hamilton, because he, the musical and the person, because he, uh, he? well, he says, um, you don't get to pick who lives or dies. Ah. Multiple times. He does say that. Um. And they eventually track down the kid. He's in the mining base for the Eternium. Good. And uh, so they roll up there. They're making a plan, and Black Adam, being Black Adam, says, Fuck your plan.
0: I'm gonna do it myself.
1: And just runs in their guns blazing, until he runs into a shield made out of Eternium.
0: He's not a thinky boy. He's an action <laughs> boy. Actually, everyone in the movie, except for the mom... Is and an Dr. action Fake. boy
1: and Doctor Fate.
0: He's as close as you get to the the combination of the two. But that everyone's an action boy, not a thinky boy.
1: I think Hawkman tries to be a thinky boy. I just don't think he's good at it.
0: No, he's quite bad.
1: He missed that class in the Justice League, where I'm ninety five percent sure he was in. Um, and I once again wrote Kryptonite bullshit because Black Adam can't get through the shield of Eternium. Right. Because. His one weakness is a rock.
0: It is a rock.
1: Um, and the... We find out that the guy who's been trying to get the crown is the descendant of the original tyrant ruler of the country. And he wants the crown so he can put his family back in power and classic villain art yeah not as say is boring i d- i literally took like <laughs> i literally took like whole no notes during the scene until the avatar state gets activated again because it was just kind of like yeah okay he he turns on everybody she goes to give him the crown to save the kid and then he ends up trying to shoot the kid and then black adam activates his avatar state and it's just every villain see every villain negotiation scene ever so kind of don't care um and then in his black adam avatar state he ends up hurting the kid and that's where he has this moral realization that he is a bad guy he tells the story of what actually happened way back when, which is that it was, which we've already talked about in part one, not him who was supposed to have the superpowers. It was his son, and his son gave the powers to his dad to save his life. And which
0: doesn't, I don't know how that works, and they don't explain it.
1: Well, apparently, if you just hold hands and say Shazam at the same time, you get the powers.
0: I would like for someone to Shazam my hands right now.
1: Um, which also, I was like, why didn't he... Why didn't he just give the powers to the kid if he didn't want to be the hero?
0: Yeah, really.
1: Because I feel like that would have, again, been a better movie. Um, Like, instead of him going to prison or anything, he just goes up to the kid and he's like, Shazam, it's your job now. Um, (laughs) And everything gets better. And the justice society can just fuck off And because now there's a good guy who has the powers.
0: You know how much more entertaining that movie would have been where halfway through the movie about Dwayne the Rock Johnson being Black Adam, he straight up is like, eh, fuck it, and fucks off for the rest of the movie, and we have just someone else who's super jacked be the Shazam version of this kid. You know how much, how crazy that would be to have a movie that Dwayne Johnson is in where he is not the main character at all times? It would be fucking insane. I think he is. Everyone would love it.
1: I think he has in his contract that he's required to.
0: He also can't be hurt, and there's a bunch of bullshit. It, 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 his movie contracts hurt me physically.
1: Um, so, after that, I kind of wrote, everything makes sense now, because it didn't really make sense how this kid ended up, like, this fucked up in the head. So, basically, uh, he, the kid gives him this power, the dad has powers, and the dad, in a fit of revenge, goes and fucking torches the entire castle and the guy the tyrant guy with the crown um and then the wizards are like we didn't say you could have the power and they lock him in a prison they put him in jail for eternity um so he agrees to say the word as long as like they guarantee that he won't hurt anyone again like he won't say it ever again so they, says the word, they put him in prison, and the lady who puts him in prison said, Amanda Waller sends your regards, and I just said, fuck Amanda Waller. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: And then the Justice Society are taking care of the kid, healing them in their med bay, and then they're flying everybody back home. Um, I also have a question about why... Shazam didn't turn to dust, considering he was ancient without his powers of, like, immortality or whatever. He probably should have just, like, ceased to exist, but I digress. It's magic. It's wizard magic. But I guess because he still technically has the power inside of him. Like, it didn't disappear. Yeah. The Shazam powers are still there. He just has to, they're just deactivated. Um, so I take that comment back. Uh, but they're flying the ship home, and the ship kind of looks like a penis. That's,
0: um. It's true. She's not wrong.
1: And then they end up crashing that ship into a very crowded street of people and houses and things. And I was like, wow, so much for not killing people, guys.
0: Well, they get thrown by the demon.
1: Yeah. Oh, by the way. Which
0: you forgot to mention that part.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The guy turns the descendant tricked everybody and he wanted (laughs) Black Adam to kill him. And now he's a demon. The end.
0: He goes to hell the demons are like you're our boy and he was like yeah and that we don't know why or how any of that worked and they don't explain it and then he comes back as a demon
1: well apparently if you read the crown upside down it says that that's all the explanation you get. i just i just it doesn't the
0: de- whatever there's so many problems with the fact that it worked.
1: he's a demon now and he throws the plane the end.
0: Also, can we talk about how absolutely nonsensical this guy's plan has to be? The demon guy? Yeah.
1: His plan is just to go sit on the throne and rule right, the world. Right,
0: right, 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 right. But from the beginning of the movie to here. Oh, his plan It is- doesn't... It cannot possibly happen. Because there's no way he could have known that Black Adam was imprisoned there. There's no way he could have known I don't think that he... he would have been released. There's no way he could have... He knows. The one thing he does know is he has to be killed by Black Adam to go to the place to become the demon. That's the one thing he knows. So
1: how does he get from point A to point Z? I don't think it was his original plan, and the thing just says that he has to die in order to live. So I think he probably had another means of, like, someone killing him so he could go to the Underworld so that he could fully take all the powers of the crown.
0: That's- that's so insane to me that your- your plan A is, listen, we're gonna get this magic floaty crown, and then you, my boy, you are going to execute me with a gun. What if it just doesn't work? Like, if it doesn't work, if you're wrong then you are dead forever you don't get to come back and sit on the throne because you're dead forever
1: the only other thing i could think of is he because he also can read the ancient language like the lady can because he mentions it at one point that that says this yada 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 um so i'm wondering if his plan was to because he knew more about the story than she did because she only knows like the fairy tale version mm-hmm so if he knew the real story, he, he would know that Black Adam was there. So maybe his intent was to get the crown, wake up Black Adam, basically go, <laughs> look what I have, and hope that Black Adam would just torch his ass on spot, which would be a high possibility.
0: I mean, maybe, but he couldn't have known that that was the spot he was imprisoned. All he knew was that that was where the crown was. And even then, he didn't know where the crown was. He was using her to find the crown.
1: Maybe he knew that where the crown was was also where.
0: Black that's was. a hell of a gamble because he can't know that for sure because the wizards wouldn't have fucking written it down that, like, hey, where the crown is, that's where we imprisoned Teth Adam.
1: But maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, and I'm just trying to logic reason here. Maybe he, even if he didn't know that he was there, his goal was going to be like, okay, cool, I'll find the crown and then I'll find Black, like, I'll find the resting place.
0: Maybe. I mean, that could be, but boy, was he surprised. To see Black Adam, and then he had to radio to- Or he was acting. He could have been acting, but why would you act to your guys who are there to help you on the radio? And they go, what happened, Ishmael? And he goes, there was something else waiting for us here. I lost the crown. Like, you wouldn't- you wouldn't want to show dumb, like, I got bested face in front of your guys- I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't make enough sense. And the only chance it has it making actual sense is just tiny little leads here and there that don't actually amount to anything shown in the movie.
1: Like we said, story not great. Dialogue not writing great. really good.
0: Can't wait for you to watch the cinema sins on this movie. It's great.
1: Um at one point he says, now prepare to die. I think it's Hawkman or somebody, or it might be Black on him. I don't know. But the demon says it, and I just wrote a funny joke that was like, no, 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 you're supposed to say, my name is blank. You killed my ancestors. Now prepare to die. And he, it just was a funny thing. because That's said, a
0: good funny. That's a good, that's a
1: good funny. <laughs> um, I liked it. And then we find out Dr. Fate is going to save the world. By using the third plan, because the whole plan this entire time has led to Hawkman dying, and he's been trying to avoid that, and suddenly he has a magic third plan. And this magic third plan involves him dying. And here's why I have a lot of problems with that. If you knew that there was a magic third option, maybe, just maybe, you convince them to not put Black Adam in fucking prison. Because you know the fucking future. And if you put Black Adam in- If you avoid putting Black Adam in fucking prison, guess what? You don't have to die either! And guess what? Hawkman still ends up getting stabbed. Like it
0: he does still get stabbed.
1: <laughs> like eh. So all I wrote was cuz basically Doctor Fate goes through this big show of attacking the demon, installing him long enough while communicating telepathically all the way to the prison, the black to Black Adam to like rip out this thing, break out, save the world, blah blah blah. And I was like, I feel like we could have done all that without you dying. Like maybe, maybe. Maybe. If you hadn't gotten rid of him in the first place. Or, or maybe once you realize what was happening before you walk into the crazy building, you start communicating with him telepathically. Then, because you can do that because you're Dr. Fate slash Dr. Strange, and you can surpass freaking reality.
0: Why are sorcerers different from wizards in this world? I don't understand.
1: And you... I can answer that question later. Not in this world, but on a technical basis.
0: Also, he's an alien, so...
1: Um, and I was like, and you could... Start communicating with him as soon as you realize what's going on on the ship, because you realize what's going on on the ship. And guess what? By the time you fucking get there, Black Adam is also there.
0: Wow. It's not great. The story's just not great.
1: Um, anyways, Dr. Fate ends up dying.
0: A big bummer. I like Pierce Brosnan,
1: which he's happy about because apparently he's been alive for a hundred years, and he's like, mm.
0: yeah, he's kind of like, I'm fucking over it.
1: I'm good. Like Let, he's uh, like, I'm good. He has a really beautiful line of he's like, for the first time in a hundred years, I see nothing when I look into the future, and it's beautiful. And he has been tortured. We kind of see that throughout the movie that it's it's starting to weigh on him, like carrying the weight of the helmet. He and might everything. be the
0: only developed character in the movie,
1: and he's like, nah, <laughs> nah, I'm tapping out. I'm good. Um, and this is supposed to save Hawkman, but Hawkman still gets stabbed, so, eh. Um, He doesn't die, though. And then, um, the, they basically, the guy makes it on the throne, um, the demon guy, and he starts rising the armies of the dead, which is apparently... The armies of the damned, even. Yeah, which is apparently what he was supposed to do, but they don't explain that at all. No, nothing. It's They also don't explain what's so important about stopping him from getting to the throne. They just say, like... They, they just make a line of it. <laughs> yeah, they're like, he cannot get to the throne, and I was like... But why? I was like, okay, cool, but, like, they don't make that seem like that's, like, the... Like, what it was is if the guy puts on the crown, he gets all the powers. They never talked about a second step of, oh, he has to go sit on the... He's got to wear the crown... Get the powers, thrown. and then he gets to sit on the throne, and then he can rule the world. Like there was no second step explained there. It's
0: like so. Is the throne magic? Also, I don't understand what's going on. It here.
1: must be because Black Adam makes a point of smashing it, so no one can do it again. So yeah, I'm... but
0: he sits on it, and nothing happens.
1: I don't know. It
0: doesn't. It does nothing. Makes any fucking sense in this fucking movie.
1: Uh, the family leads a revolution of the people to start fighting against the armies of the damned, and the brother is my favorite because he just starts. He's like. <laughs> they die with electricity and just starts... Oh, well,
0: no, I die with electricity. Because Dr. <laughs> Fate tells him how he's going to die. Oh. Yeah, there was that point where he asked the doctor when he was bleeding out from his gunshot wound how he dies, and Dr. Fate goes, I'd stay away from electricity if I were you. And then, like, puts him to sleep so he can fix him. And then, uh, later, he's, like, overjoyed at the revelation that He's oh, he's not gonna die. Yeah, he he believes himself to be immortal in this case because the magic man told him he dies by electricity. So he's like, "Fuck yeah, we'll square up with the skeleton warriors from hell. Let's do it. I die by electricity."
1: Got it. That makes a lot more sense now. I was really confused. <laughs> like I was, I still wrote the brother as my favorite, but I now it's even better.
0: It's it's he's the second most developed character.
1: <laughs> um. I wrote, well, Hawkman's down because he gets stabbed. He and gets I, stabbed. I was like, cool. So this was literally all for nothing. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we have Black Adam shows up and he squares off with the demon. And I was like, yeah, because Black Adam gets shocked because he like is getting scratched by the demon. And I was like, yeah, he can actually fucking hurt you, dude. Like, maybe stop being so reckless. Um, and then at one point, Hawkman gets the helmet and he's the one that takes down the demon. Technically, like Black Adam does the final thing, but like it was really cool that because he... Black Adam makes a whole point of going, "Oh, I'm not a hero. I'm not doing it." He's gonna do it though, and like so, Hawkman gets his great return. Actually, he... he doesn't get stabbed. Oh yeah, technically, the Hawkman
0: doesn't get stabbed. Fake
1: one, which he would need Doctor Fate to die so in order use to the use the helmet, helmet to make the fake.
0: Fuck <sighs> this fucking movie.
1: <laughs> okay, that that tracks. <laughs>
0: It's so convoluted and dumb.
1: I hate future seeing people. Alice Cullen, too, can go fuck herself. Because she's one of my favorite characters. I love her to death. But like, still, like, that whole thing of, like, here, let me show you this whole future.
0: Fuck the end of that movie. Um, All the way to hell.
1: I really liked the death of the demon, but I feel like, and this is where I start to, like, not like the movie a little bit, but it's a, it's a common DC thing, um, is, uh... It was a solid death, but I feel like the last fight was too easy. It happened in Justice League, too. Like, we did this whole fucking lead-up, this whole fucking movie for this fight that is the shortest it fight in the It takes, like, maybe 30
0: seconds.
1: <laughs> like, it's the shortest fight in the movie for the big bad, and I'm just like... Guys, they did it with uh, the freaking witch in Suicide Squad. They did it with the starfish in the Suicide Squad. Like... It's just a DC trait that we do this whole really awesome movie with lots of awesome fight scenes and the biggest boss to fight at the end only takes about 30 seconds to kill.
0: An unrelenting terribleness. They could... You know what movies the DC execs... And maybe it'll change because James Gunn is in charge now. But you know what movie they need to watch? Hmm. It's kind of funny. They need to watch The Raid 2. Because in The Raid 2, in the last fight scene... hear Hear me out of this. In the last fight scene, it's the main character, Rama, fighting this other guy who's been shown to be, like, they've built him up to be the big bad fighter. Not the big bad, like, villain, but the big bad fighter that he has to deal with. Mm -hmm. And the two of them trade blow for blow equally, and they do the whole, like, makeup and aesthetics and everything so that it looks like both of them are getting fucked up. And the fight's, like, three minutes long, real time. Which is a lengthy fucking fight scene, and I just feel like if you are going to have these, especially in this movie, where it's like you want people to give a shit about your characters, mm-hmm. but Black Adam's invincible. He's shown that his outfit can get scratched up by the demon,
1: which is just his he skin. Can go, That's just and his-
0: and it, it, it's even worse because he does the Seth MacFarlane bit where he goes. Ah, ah, Like it stings, like you got a paper cut, and it's just like ah!
1: I like mean,
0: he's getting hurt. Yeah, he's getting hurt, but you don't see it. It you at no point in time during your viewing of this movie did you ever think Black Adam was in trouble? Did you? No. No. There's no stakes for him. But if you watch the raid too,
1: it's my exact problem with Superman too.
0: Well. Yeah, and I mean, those two characters in particular are, like, clearly overpowered. But if you watch the Ray 2's final fight scene, there's tension there because both of them look fucking incredible, and they both do real damage to each other. They had to film the fight over, like, five days because they had to stop every few seconds and apply new bruises, new fake blood, and they had to do—they had to have the people make sure it was accurate every take and every time. Like, it's a labor of love, and there's tension in it, and it's valuable to the audience. And in this movie, it's just like you said, it's a 30-second fight scene, and then he rips the demon in half.
1: With, like, very little effort. Like it, He
0: just avatar states and goes,
1: blep! It reminds me of Ryan George's, like, pitch meetings where he's like, oh, wow, it must be really hard to get rid of these guys, and he's like,
0: oh, well, no, barely any inconvenience. Like,
1: <laughs> done. Like this whole movie building up this big bad and then he's gone in 2.5 seconds it's
0: just so lame. (laughs) it's just so lame um fucking hey
1: the helmet waited to dissipate till the appropriate moment
0: huh yep, we needed that
1: because logic makes no sense
0: although if it is an alien
1: if the if if and if james is right which he probably is because he read the wiki and like it's its own sentient being i guess
0: it would have chosen Hawkman for that fight, and then it would have fucked off.
1: Yeah, I guess it would wait until the appropriate time. But if it's just, like, controlled by the wearer, I feel like if the wearer dies, the helmet should dissipate. I don't know. I don't know the rules of Dr. Fate. Um, but it Technically,
0: is- it's Naboo the Wise.
1: Um, I also wrote... Uh, this is where I wrote, also, isn't Adam Smasher just Ant-Man? And I actually enjoyed...
0: Yes, but with one less PhD. <laughs>
1: um... But then we get our end credit scene, which would have been an excellent movie that we're never going to get to it see. It would have been
0: so cool. And then DC was like, hey, everyone fucking hates our movies. So they hired James Gunn. And James Gunn was like, yeah, we're just starting fresh. We're not doing anything out of this shit.
1: Which is fine, because you can always do, like, basically you're in the DCEU. So you can just be like, oh, yeah, that was a different timeline. Not, th- not the same. Uh, which, yeah, is what, is which is what they did when they did the restart of Marvel. That's how you ended up with X-Men First Class. And then they did, like, X-Men Apocalypse it's irrelevant and they're they basically the just were like oh remember that whole timeline we wrote with those other X-Men movies that we kind of fucked up and ah. now they're not real
0: <laughs> ah, it's not canon
1: now they're not real ah. I mean it is canon but it was a different timeline so it doesn't count
0: not relevant
1: um so that's my kinda... god I would have
0: loved to see a Superman Black Adam movie with Henry Cavill It mm. oh, that
1: would have been so good would have been sick um but we'll never get to see it which is fine it's not fine but it's whatever <laughs> um I enjoyed this movie feel like the ending fight was incredibly rushed
0: what's your rating out of 10
1: out of 10
0: i give it like a six
1: i'm at like a seven like it was really funny i laughed out loud which i didn't expect to do i had i enjoyed it the fight scenes really good special effects really good the story was just kind of meh but again it's a superhero movie so that's a not shocking and b it's a dc superhero movie so that's even
0: extra double not shocking yeah
1: nothing shocked me about the way the story played out. Um DC knows how to play its hits. And with James Gunn at the head, we are taking some different routes that are looking really cool. The Suicide Squad, The Batman, those were both
0: I mean, he didn't do the Batman.
1: No, but it's part of his new
0: He is absorbing it into his deal.
1: Yeah, it's his part of his whole new phase of shit, which is fine. Um So we're, we're getting get something. We're getting some we're getting some really good uh stuff. I think it would have been cool to see that movie. I'm also kind of glad that we're not doing more Black Adam shit. So, you know. But yeah, no, I really liked the movie. I liked it a lot more than I thought I was going to like it, and as far as like superhero movies go, it's one of my it's one of my it's going to be one of my favorites. Which to be fair though, I only have super movie superhero movies I like and superhero movies I don't like. And over here you have like Iron Man, and Spider-Man, most of the Spider-Mans. Uh, and, like, things that I really would never tolerate. Most of them are Marvel. Um, <laughs> and then over here I have, like, Dark Knight, Bat, The Batman, The Suicide Squad, the other Suicide Squad, which I like. Um, and so, yeah, no, I think, all things considered, it wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a great movie, but it wasn't bad. Like, I enjoyed it. I had a good time watching it um so yeah next time we are watching cars fucking three
0: yeah baby
1: end my life End my life also i've been avoiding watching that movie because i've heard it was absolute garbage trash for all the time since it came out i cannot wait all to know i know take an L- is there's like a female yellow car who's a rookie racer and like Lightning McQueen's gonna be her mentor and that's all I got for you. and that was a stupid enough plot pitch for me to go nope <laughs> <laughs> but the, my choices between uh for what I was going to put on the vote it just so happened that this is what got chosen my p- choices were uh Cars 3 or Lightyear so um yeah we'll see you next time or hear you next time to- listen to you we'll be back next time with Cars 3 Bye-bye.